Sunday, Monday, Corey days. Tuesday, Wednesday, Corey days. Corey day. What a day for YouTube. This content is out. Scoop along with me those Corey days. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Steel Wars. I am Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. We are joined by the callers themselves, the Convore callers, Aubrey and Corey. How are you? I'm good. I was just thinking during the, the beautifully sung um, Corey Day's theme. Yeah. Just like someone downloading, because, you know, the podcast, we, we do this on YouTube or whatever, but it does turn into a podcast through the magic of technology. Just someone they just never heard the show before, and 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 that's the theme. Um, if you made it through, here's to it. Here's to a great podcast. You guys have uh, just been down in uh, at Disneyland or up at Disneyland for you. Yeah, yeah, we were at Disneyland, and um, is, you is, know, I, I have to ask the chat: Is Corey the least enthused post Disneyland visitor you've <laughs> ever come across? Like, just no. stop. It, it, that's not the you, you should oh yeah disneyland Woo. <laughs> yeah so it's uh <laughs> we went to disneyland i think you know what it is and this is horrible to say to everyone else who who is not local to california oh no here, here I, we go here we go because we've got the, the Corey's getting canceled no, no no we have maybe we have the magic <laughs> like key passes so it's kind of like like like, it's kind of like, oh, man, like, it's in a common occurrence, you know, like, so if you're in a different, if you're in a state that has, let's say, like, Bush Gardens or, like, Legoland, and, like, that's your designated theme park in your state, it's kind of like Disneyland is to California, I would say. So it's like, it's pretty... Yeah, like, it's, it's not some giant event because it's a little bit more on the normal side. Yeah. But, I, but that doesn't change yeah, but... the fact that it's exciting to be there, because <laughs> yeah. it is. You have to appreciate it. Have to, you do, and I, I, because like, we, we've got the universal pass, so we're yes. always going because it's just like 20 minutes on the road. And, um, I always say to Harry every time we go, I go, you know, for many boys and girls, they get to go here one time if they're mm -hmm. lucky because I just don't want him. It's like that, and the robots in LA, we've got all the robot delivery drivers, yeah. mm -hmm. and I just I, I, I can't bear the thought of him taking them for granted. It's robots on the streets, delivering pizza. <laughs> no one probably knows what I'm talking about. But the first time I saw them, we were with you. We were. It was, it was, and my mind was blown. I think the way it worked is we. Saw, I just saw it walking, and I was like, rolling. What? Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> is it? it was rolling. They're on wheels. Yeah, it's, not gonk, it's, it's not a It's not gonk droid. It's got wheels. I thought, didn't we see like a dog one? No. No. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. After, yeah, they they're kind of like imagine like a beefy Roomba, but it's like maybe like this big, and it has yeah. like a little box area where you can put food for delivery. It's like, it's like a gonk droid on wheels, and it's okay. got a little readout. I, I, it, talks, it talks to you, and each one's got a name on the side. I thought it was and, like a dog looking thing. I guess I was wrong. You're so wrong, Corey. Oh, there, there, are no, there are no robot dogs delivering pizzas. Not yet. They're so cool. But, yeah. Um, yeah, around our area, like just off Melrose, they're like 
we'll see on, on a drive five. And I know where their depot is. So at about 9.30, you can go and watch and like dozens of them. It's quite <laughs> unnerving. Oh, I don't like that. Awesome. Actually, that, that's horrible. <laughs> Once Skynet gets onto those delivery pizza yeah. rides. Yeah, but what, what, why I was so uh, unenthused by what I was going to say about Disneyland is an important is an important point to my, what I was going to say is where are you going with this? <laughs> the Star Wars merchandise in Disney mm-hmm. is just some of the worst that I've ever seen. It's not great. Like like, I, but I'm talking about like not necessarily Galaxy's Edge, but like some of it's just so bad. Like like cheap plastic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like like like. Half of it looks like it's knockoff, knockoff Star Wars figures. Like it looks like you're, you're in those, you know. Yeah, there's sort of like at the Disney stores. There's that lower level of action figure. Yeah. that's molded. Yeah, and, yeah, but it's, but it's like that was everything. And and they sort of verge on Mexican bootleg. That's exactly what it looks like. There's a there's an Obi Wan from the Kenobi show in his gray tunic. And his face, I mean, he, you know, he, he talks. And it's funny because his phrases are often Revenge of the Sith. I'm just going to leave this uh, comment up for the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's a very, um, you want to talk about enthusiastic, get that action figure and he'll, you talk to him and he'll. he'll well, they even have like these like little statuette sculpture things. And they're like in the same Star Wars like packaging that the Gentle Giant um, or like sideshow like figures are in, so it's the black with that like gray. Like it looks like it, would it. Be so, good. yeah, it looks like it yeah. would. But then, then you, you look, look at, at it. it, and literally it's just the same packaging, but it doesn't say sideshow or it doesn't say gentle giant or whatever. It just says oh. worth. You open it, and it looks awful, like completely one hundred percent awful. Well, pre-pandemic. All the Star Wars stores at Disneyland used to sell like Hot Toys and Sideshow and Gentle Giant, and they would have all the huge companies there. Oh no, COVID takes another victim. It did again. Now it's no, not expensive (laughs) Star Wars toys at Disneyland. Oh, I feel like they used to do very well. Stop. Oh no, affordability! Yeah, well, you know they could have they could have had me by the throat this week, and they didn't. There's, so there's no vaccination to Corey's potential credit card bill. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, so let's talk about a little bit of Star Wars news today. We've got some hot topics, and this one has potentially already been debunked, but it's a very good talking point. And I, I feel like uh, we need to get out the vibe early that just say you were going to do something like this. Don't do that. Don't do that. But um, apparently, what is this in, Corey? You've been following this one. It's it's in Production Weekly or something. Some it's, it's like a trade magazine for yeah. like professionals in the film industry, yeah. Yeah, and the listings are sort of like IMDb-esque in that they're vague and yeah, maybe and right, maybe not. Kind of a gist. It's just so that you know, like, what the project is and, like, what the general timetable is. I think it generally it's a lot of times for, like, crew members because in the film industry, a lot of it, unless you're working directly for a studio, is, like, it's a gig economy. So you're just kind of 
working at one job and you don't know when you're going to work the next. So you look at production weekly to see what's up because you could go day play or you could go and like apply to work there. Oh, tell me about it. You just don't know day to day whose free food you're going to be eating. Indeed. It's an exciting world out there, except for now because nothing's yeah. going. Um, but, yeah, so Jermaine Lassia, who's just such a good dude, he's over at Gizmodo. He's contacted his little people at Lucasfilm, and they've said most of it is uh, wrong, essentially. Um, Where's the actual... Lucasfilm says a lot of things, so... <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, no, 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 no. I've got a lot of prefaces for this story. <laughs> because they are happy to just say, no, nah, that's not true, and it is. Mm-hmm. Like, that's sort of... And, and don't even get me started about Kathleen Kennedy. She doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> I just think she just keeps saying these contradictory things about what's been announced and stuff. And I like, think there's, yeah, like, I a think recent... Doing a project or... And, and, and like, Mangold working yeah. on a Boba Fett thing. And I just don't think she... She's just in this bubble away from, like, general news and stuff that she doesn't remember what's... Because she knows it all. Yeah. Yeah. Or does she? You think she's like, you know how like for presidents or like sometimes their administration won't tell them stuff like on purpose? Maybe mm. Lucasfilm, they like secretly don't tell Kathy everything. So <laughs> it's honestly like your worst take. And you have some pretty bad takes. I love you, but you have some pretty bad takes. <laughs> Yeah, no, I need to rein in my conspiracy theories. I apologize. I feel like you had a lot last week, too. I did, I did. Man, I'm not even going to bring up that submarine then. Wow. (laughs) Who knows what you think's going on there? I've already heard some wild ones. Um, But let's... um, The the listing is as follows. Star Wars New Jedi Order feature film. Um, it, It does... Like, just that the title's in there, or the like, it just does seem like it's a bit someone else has pasted it in to make a listing. Like, they're like, oh, let's get some info in about this. But anyway, and it's got all the Lucasfilm details, um, Daisy Ridley cast. Uh, now, this is the interesting bit, and this is where we've got to like get the word out, in my opinion. But this is the uh, potential or the, the what they've put in, um, which apparently has been debunked, but who knows. Set roughly 15 years after Rey's victory over Palpatine and the end of Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Now, first of all, bring up Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker <laughs> in the description. Does seem foolhardy maybe i don't know but anyway the sequel delves into Ray's. it says sequel as well it says it's a sequel so that's star wars episode 10 well i mean she's Ray skywalker so as much as they may say it's not the skywalker saga it's the skywalker saga oh they say a lot of things the sequel (laughs) delves into Ray's courageous endeavor to restore the jedi order where she assumes the role of a mentor to two promising young students a girl and a boy as their training progresses, it becomes evident that the girl possesses an extraordinary abilities and extraordinary abilities, which isn't correct English. Not that I um, should be bringing that up. (laughs) Destined to emerge as a future leader. Release date, May 22, 2026. 
Now, isn't this all the synopsis for the acolyte? No. I, no. No. With the like. No. No. You idiot. Right with the siblings, and they made a big deal about how about that at this last celebration, and there had been whispers about it. I honestly don't even know what you're talking about, but that's possible. Uh, Nick Smith says, "Are we expecting episode ten, or should it feel more like a spinoff?" I think it's episode ten, yeah. but it's not called a spinoff. It's called the New Jedi Order or something like that. And they're not going to call it episode ten, but it's basically no. episode ten. Star ten with just the X. And Vin Diesel. And family. Yeah. Star Wars is about family. Star Wars has always been about the uh, Skywalkers and the Palpatines. Um, oh, God. Yes. <laughs> Corey. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But, like. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This may or may not be true, but I feel like I'm warranted. I, I just I just want to get an early shot out there, and it's worrisome because for me, doing another story where the main Jedi are... Um, oh, sorry, Jackie's texting me, and it's distracting me. Um Anyway, the, um, oh my God, she's really done my head in. Yeah, don't do another movie where the main Jedi from the last series isn't in it that much and there's a new generation. Like, like give us just some in the prime Jedi. Like, don't, yeah. you can't, like, I, you know, for people that, like, didn't like Ray for whatever reason, like... It's sort of like the the rise of Skywalker type thing, where if she's not in it as much, it might please them. Yeah. But then, then you're burning the people like me that um like loved Ray and just want to see a chunk of Ray. Like, don't put the perceived main event that you're bringing back like over to the side, sort of thing. It's um and, and you know and, and and you see the same thing with like um with the film release, you know, they'd learn their lesson on the film releases. And as we talked about last week, we've got um, three in 18 months or something like that. But, yeah. uh, Aubrey, what, what, what do you think about this um, potential um, elevator pitch storyline? I mean, I think it's hard to pitch that it's supposed to be a 15-year time jump. Um, when people have seen her so recently in Rise of Skywalker and um, the actress is still clearly the same age. Like you could you you could argue maybe like five years or like 
seven years or something, but 15 seems to be pushing it. Um, I think. Yeah, it's eight years more than. So it's seven years after Rise of Skywalker when this movie comes out. So that'd be eight, you know, eight years added, basically. Yeah, I don't know. And then on top of that. Well, she did get a lot older in one day. Did you notice that in the Star Wars movies? Oh, like, like, like it, it was like the next day, and she was like three years older. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. That's true. Um, but then I don't know how I feel about like the story being about other people and not her. I think that's foolish. That's such a, like a yeah. I, it's potentially foolish. It's yeah. potentially foolish if if it makes sense that it's like a spinoff as opposed to episode ten, then. But still, like you totally fumble in the bag. It's just like why would you? Why would you want to introduce new characters when you still have to flesh out this character? Like it's like it's premature. Like you you can't even sell merchandise with your with. The other side characters from this era that you've introduced, why the heck are you adding even more characters? Well, like, there's going to be new characters. Yeah. Well, it's, but yeah. It, but, but do you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, just like, what it's going to be. But, like, don't, like, just put Ray in the center. Like, yeah. Um, Nicholas says, won't be far off to be fair. Ray is 19 in The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi. So 15 years on, she would be 34 or 35. Okay, but there's a time jump between TFA, TLJ, and Rise of Skywalker as well. It's but only like two years. Like, is it only two years? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the whole trilogy happens within two years. That means we're supposed to I, I believe that she's like pushing 40? Actually, I think it's just a year. Between yeah, between the last Jedi and the Rose Skywalker, it's a year. Anyway, it doesn't matter how old the age isn't the thing. Yeah. Like if she's five years older in the movie or not. If she's not in the movie, that's like how old is she supposed to be thirty seven? Like I, I I can't look at her and think, Oh, you're almost forty after yeah. just seeing you when apparently yeah. you were supposed to be a teenager. You you find out that half her scenes are with Rose Tico, so she's not even in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It seems um, I, I always find it a little bit interesting too that the okay, the Joel first... says the sequel trilogy takes place only within a year. That's uh, a few yeah. people were saying within a year. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, it's interesting to me that uh, it still is interesting that Disney or Lucasfilm is starting off a whole new era of Star Wars movies with a sequel to the sequel trilogy right off the bat. It's definitely it's a choice. An interesting move. I think if they had decided, like, hey, we're going to carve out a ton of media in the sequel trilogy instead of ignoring it like we have been, um, and then have these characters from the trilogy kind of, like, pop up every once in a while. So, for example, if Mando hadn't been a thing, right, and we're just, like, right after Rise of Skywalker, and they were like, you know what, instead of, like, this Mandoverse thing, we're going to do... TV spin-off television franchise thing in this era and it'll be side characters doing their thing and then 
oh, look, these people will pop up. That would make a lot more sense. But you've made such a big deal of ignoring your sequel trilogy forever and ever and ever. So why the heck, Lucasfilm, are you just like going back to it but, now like this? But are you talking about merchandising? No, just in general. Like they, they've kind of ignored the sequel trilogy. It's ever like Lucasfilm wants to go back to the original trilogy all the time, and then especially the prequel trilogy, right? I mean, we we did just come back from Disneyland that has a whole park dedicated to the sequel trilogy. Yeah, but it came out before Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I mean, I I think in retrospect that they the 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 money men the bean counters regret that it's set there. I would agree. I, I do think they're, yeah, I think we've seen a lot of original trilogy and prequel trilogy stuff because I think they've realized that's what sells the most. Then why go back say. to the sequel trilogy then? Again, yeah, just like, let know. it be. It didn't work. I think they should. I mean, I think they should go back to the sequel trilogy. I just wouldn't do it off the bat. But, but they are doing it off the bat and then they're making. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, I think it's a good. Like, own it or not own it. The, the three films, I think, are a good combo. And I feel like the Mangold one's going to take the longest. And then the Floney one sort of got the, like, it's sort of like, it's going to be a big thing because of that. But I don't, I don't mind the first one coming back being the Ray one, if it is. But I guess we thought. I want to start with the Floney one. Yeah, I think everyone. Is that but they, but they, but they might they might need the extra time again because they've got to put in other shows to fill it in. Yeah. I think if Disney feels like they can go back to the box office with a sequel trilogy spinoff and like totally start to own it again, they're sorely mistaken. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to happen. If they do go off of the Mando stuff and done the loans uh, first. I think they should just give just a hardcore, awesome Jedi Ray like adventure. Just yeah. the um yeah so you guys don't yeah I, I and, and, and do you know the other thing is we're jaded is people like people are used like they're used to paying to go to the movies to see Ray. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah the Filoni thing is like it, it, it is off the talent. Like they, it, like I definitely think there'll be people with that where it's just like, oh, yeah, I just got to wait, just got to wait for it's on the thing. Like more so because it's part of the, like those characters. I am not one of those people, but um, yeah, I, I, I do think it's there. Um, now Corey, I wanted to bring this up, buddy. Yes, there was a controversy online. <gasps> this is exciting. That um, you you made me aware of. Yeah, dumbest thing I've seen, for sure. Um, and it's Ahsoka's crossing her arms too much. Yeah. So for some reason, there's been an outpour of craziness um in the Star Wars community throughout um, social medias. Yeah. A lot of people, and and again, a lot as in the very few that are just a little bit, you know, yeah. And so it's just. A picture of Ahsoka crossing her arms in the you know previews for the Ahsoka show. Now, every time I see an image like that released, my media thought is, oh, that's Ahsoka because that's a trait she has, so it makes sense. A lot of people, 
not a lot of people, but the select few are saying that it's ridiculous. That's all she does in live action, blah, blah, blah. Clearly haven't watched the trailer. Clearly haven't watched any episodes of her throughout the show. But it's been a thing. I just thought it was kind of goofy. I thought I'd bring it up. The um, Well, these gifts I've got up on the screen, the Jedis, they love a crossed arm. Mm-hmm. They're all busting it out. I just think, like, is it because of the promo shots? Like, I could understand the critique of, like, all these promo shots are boring. Not even that. If that was was the Because quite quite often they are. They don't, like, spark imagination. It's just, like, it's Andor against a concrete wall. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, no, because that that I understand. But the the promo shots are always, like, yeah. But, yeah, the... Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) The debate of, like, Like this... Well, no, because people were saying, like, this is not who Ahsoka is. This isn't a good adaption of ahsoka from animation it's like it's the perfect adaption it's like adaptation. i think adaptation i think rosario dawson does capture ahsoka's essence like perfectly so i don't ah, I no one can cross their arms quite like her that's right but not just that like all the all the like people were like oh my gosh this show is gonna be so terrible and like jumping to these insane conclusions just because they saw a frame of the film i i, I did see like that like, I do see the arm cross photos of Rosario Dawson and go, oh, yeah, classic Ahsoka. Yeah. Like, it, like it, it does seem like in the cartoon she did do it a lot. But yeah. um, I but I also find with Ahsoka, there's one of those areas of fandom where there's, like, an intense passion for certain traits or whatever that I don't quite understand or have the time to divert the energy to one like do you know what i mean it's sort of like yeah. oh people get really worked up over that and i don't like i don't even want i couldn't even be bothered looking into the ins and out like the two and the four or why everyone's like loves or hates an author like it's just sort of like that's um it's not going to help me at all yeah it's kind of I, I ignored it for like because it's been going off like two three months and it's like whatever but the other day, I thought it was funny because somebody finally tweeted out a picture of all the different times Ahsoka's like crossed her arms in the Clone Wars and its funds and in Rebels, and then put the. It's such a stupid thing. Like it's such a. It's just the entire. Even the fact that I brought it up is stupid. But like. It was funny. It's just. It's. Yeah, it's it's a funny thing. There were people like trying to cancel one another because of their opinions about Ahsoka yeah. crossing her arms or it was not. Very and goofy. It was, it was very goofy. Interesting. What was that? They're very ironic that a crossed arm, it's it's sort of like a cancel sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting for sure. It's, 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 yeah, it's interesting for sure. <laughs> hey, um, so uh, this is what I was going to talk about before we started the show, and then I was like, oh, we'll just talk about the show. So um, Comic-Con, right? It, yeah. It, they're saying that all these... Um, studios aren't going to be there, but are they yeah. going to like? And, and and you know that's because of the writers' strike and potential actors' strike that the actors aren't going to go on and and talk about how good the show is going to be, part as part of their you know strike, which um which yes, giant corporations do give artists more money, please. That'd be great because bro, I haven't had <laughs> a free meal. For months, it's going on now because of this strike. It's horrible. It's horrible. Starving. Um, But anyway, 
Um, so Marvel and HBO and that up, but is, is like Lucasfilm going to have their stand and stuff? No, so nothing's been announced yet really for Comic-Con at all. The only thing that they said is going to be, there's like Marvel's going to have a booth. So I'm assuming yeah. Lucasfilm will. Too. Okay. So Marvel is going to have a booth. Yeah. Okay. Marvel has it. Lucasfilm will. Because our figures aren't going to have a booth. The sideshow thing. I know. Oh my God. It's so, that, that was the first sign of a downfall for me. It was the no sideshow being there was um because going around and filming those things it's so like, fun it's so fun and it's you know what's weird is sideshow has like the biggest booth at comic-con taking that i don't know what they're i don't know what they could possibly fill in that space so like because every time you go like it's an experience it's more than just like showing here's the products you could buy it's like it's cool you get to see every single hot toy and sideshow and you know, whatever else they, they, they market right in that little area, not a huge area. Well, like last cool. year, it was weird because the usual HBO, um, like, booth wasn't there either. And it was, like, a very clear, weird space where you're like, oh, it feels oh, really? right here. Yeah. Well, so now HBO is not there and, and, and Sideshow is not there. And, and one thing to know, too, is. The price Universal's not going either. The price you'd have to pay to rent out that sideshow booth would be I don't even want to know. Like it would be probably fifty to sixty grand, maybe, maybe more. Yeah. So like I I don't know. They're definitely so the way it works is they're most of the studios are not doing actual panels. But they will still be on the convention floor because the studios can still do stuff no matter if, like, talent or crew on production side or um, anything like that are striking. However, I like, there could still be some interesting um, big panel presentations that are about um, things and, like, TV shows and movies that are coming out. But it would just be hosted by, like, the people working for the studio as opposed to actors, writers, and potentially directors. So mm. yeah, it'll definitely be like less eventful. There will probably still be announcements, but it won't be like as hypey. Well, now Ahsoka comes out. Oh, good. No, you go, Corey. Ahsoka comes out about four weeks after Comic-Con which is usually around the time that Lucasfilm starts to market their shows. So I do think that their booth is going to be very Ahsoka heavy. I think all like the Hasbro panel will be very focused on Ahsoka reveals. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah, no. But like last year, Comic Con, they had like a lot more Obi Wan things. So they but had they the Obi Wan. They know so they had some of the Obi Wan costumes. And oh, then like trends and her universe and stuff. They had special like and oh, uh, but the show the just villains. finished though. The show just finished. I know, but still, and what? they even did this Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah where that's you know not, that's not that's. I know, but they they have them in the Lucasfilm Pavilion at like at at Comic Con. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they like let their licensed the companies that they licensed Star Wars to in their pavilion altogether, and so. I think even if they don't have announcements, I doubt they'll have announcements, but they'll probably have those costumes there and they'll probably have like trends with some sort of like key art posters that they're selling for Ahsoka and her universe has some more like new Ahsoka 
like jackets and I don't know. Well, in terms of Hasbro, um, (laughs) yeah, printing a t-shirt or a poster that is, yeah, I can do that, bro. Exactly. (laughs) Like they'll feature it, but it's not going to be like, you're not going to announce anything. Oh, Seth (laughs) says it's two months today till Comic Con. That can't be right, can it? I think till Ahsoka. Oh, till Ahsoka. Okay. Yeah, Comic Con's in four weeks. Yeah. Um, and then Yeah. I don't know, we'll Comic-Con. see. I'm very interested in this Comic Con because last year or the year that the first year I went was in twenty eighteen when Clone Wars came back. Marvel was not there. HBO I think had limited maybe capacity. I don't remember. I think HBO was definitely there. Clone Wars was the big thing. Star Wars had a huge presence that year. I don't think Star Wars has had that big of a presence since. So I don't yeah, know. and it was weird because they Star Wars hadn't been at Comic Con forever, and then randomly they announced that they were doing the um, that Clone Wars panel. Yeah, so I would say if it wasn't if the strike wasn't a thing that was going to happen, I actually think this year we might have gotten. Oh, Corey! I don't think so. I I I, I don't even want to waste time <laughs> on what might have happened if the strike was like it's just that's. That's it's just not that's something for you to think about when you're on the train looking out the window or something. Like that. <laughs> it is, it is. It very much is. I thought about it today on the way home. Oh my stars. <laughs> um hey, uh, I was I was checking out the old uh the Bespin Bulletin, and they had this little thing about um Patty Jenkins' husband apparently wrote a version of the Rogue Squadron story, wow. Sam Sheridan, and all he has done is is tv shows so he had a theory that it might have been a a television type uh draft but i would i would be shocked to see this in a in a theater yeah i think if it's tv show because you could do it for so long yeah like even and uh, like yeah i just think that would be um x-wings all the time but then you sort of think like oh maybe on a a movie scale but i don't know is it that different x-wings on a the x-wings and the mandalorian look pretty good yeah i i think maybe the only drawback is like not getting that you know theater experience with the sounds and whatever they were going for with like the sort of top gun version of star wars that would be the only drawback i would think I don't know how well we do after Maverick did so well. It would do very well if it was marketed like that. Uh, you're not going to get people to go, I loved Maverick, so I'm going to see it. Like, it's not... Well, they're, yeah, they're... no, but I, I think if you're trying to do, like, Top Gun but in space and something already just did, like, a revamp of Top Gun and it was, like, pretty even critically good... It might just feel like a oh, this is a little bit cheesy now. I would um I I uh I'm not into AI stuff at all. Mm-hmm. But um I, I I feel like on the ridiculous end of things, it would be nice. But if I had to do one AI thing, they said you have to use it once. I would get a a Star Wars version of of Top Gun, so the exact same story. Ooh. 
but with the character, so when they're playing volleyball on the beach, it's like a topless Neam Nam. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, and, and he's, you know, and they're all there and Wedge is there top, like flexing and I'm not sure what Porkins would be doing. But um, I, I would like if it was just the exact same story and they just put in, I don't know who, 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 who would be the, the two people vying for, for Top Gun. Who's your Iceman? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Dak? Dak. No. Biggs. Biggs. Biggs and Wedge. Yeah, I was going to say, Wedge would be the one. Yeah. For sure. Biggs and Wedge. Yeah. And the guy, um, the other guy. In the, the gold ah, the other guy. Yeah, <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> He's real good. That one. <laughs> Love it. Love the other guy. Hey, um, I'll show you this other weird thing. Not weird, but um, unexpected thing that, that caught my interest. And um, I saw this on Twitter. Oh, you know that girl? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. But um. <laughs> The, there's this thing, a, account I found on Twitter, legends underscore com, and in Burbank, they're, they're doing a Kickstarter for a, a, like a fan-run Star Wars Legends convention. Oh, that's about, cool. Um, all the thing. And I just thought that was really cool. So if you're into that, if you're into your Corrin yeah. Horn, eh? Hey. I, remember, I, I remember someone. Um, go check that out at uh, legends underscore con. And I think it's cool that like they like this thing and they're talking about what they like about it. Yeah. Rather, than, rather than what they don't like about <laughs> the other thing. A, 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 no, a Clone Wars con. Yeah. Yeah, fun. okay. They should do like Corey's Clone Wars con <laughs> and, and like the Jedi Master um, package. It's quite expensive. But over the weekend, you get 34 meet and greets with Ashley Eckstein. <laughs> there can be Darth Vader cosplay. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dave Campbell, my buddy back in Australia, he says Wedge is absolutely Iceman. I like it. Um, yeah, so Legends Con. What, what's, your, what, what's your favorite Legends thing, Aubrey? Old Republic. Very good video games. Ah, oh, so it was the video game, not a book. Because I instantly go to books. Ah, okay. Um, well, book-wise... Uh, ah, you're te- you're, you are correct. By your definition, you are correct. But Yeah. Um, I like the Legacy era, but that's comics. So. What, what, what's Star Wars Legacy? Is that 100 Years in the Future with Luke Skywalker's, like, grandniece or something? Uh, grand... I think it's, like, 
his grand grand something son, Cade Skywalker. And so it's Kate. like it's, it's Star Wars, but the future, and there's Force Ghost Luke, and it's awesome. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I believe I could be I'm pretty sure. I believe the rule in Legends was you were not allowed to kill Luke Skywalker. Well. And but the way they got away with it in Legacy was that because they said it so far in the future, it wouldn't make sense for Luke to be around anymore. So then he was a force ghost, so that was the workaround. It it's really good. It's fun. It has um they did this like crossover event where there were I think three different comics going on at the same time. So there's one in um the Old Republic uh about a Jedi named Zane Carrick. There was another one around the original trilogy and then Legacy at the same time. And they did the Vector event where there was like this old Republic Jedi who ended up in like a stasis pod. And so like that week, if you read the comics, you'd like be able to follow her storyline because she went from being in the old Republic to their. But she's frozen the whole time. Well, no. And so Vader takes her out of stasis. And then puts her back in because she has like this curse and it's like a whole thing. And then she ends up in the legacy era as well. That, that, I'm, I'm so, that it was sounds, so cool. That it was so, so cool. bad. You would have loved it. I that's, it's, it's like, that, that's like that they came up with a comic book and they probably have between Empire and Jedi where Han gets unfrozen, then refrozen. No, okay. So, but the thing isn't is, there a story where Princess Leia gets frozen that they just did? I don't know. No, uh, no, or or is it no? Boba Fett loses hand and then oh, gets yeah, him back. Yeah, they did. Still sounds better than. But the reason she has to be in stasis is because she has like this talisman that ha- is like has a like a Sith Lord ghost in it, and she's the only one that can like contain the the Sith ghost, or else he'll like wreak havoc on the galaxy. So she has to have it on her, and she has to be in stasis, and that's the only way to like keep the Sith from Aubrey it's so cool you have this unique ability (laughs) to enthusiastically make something sound worse (laughs) like you're like oh but she has this talon with like a Sith devil and and it's just like (laughs) it's so cool still oh my gosh I think you would love Legacy though no you would not you have Darth Crate who comes from um He's Crate. Oscar Red Hat. He's Oscar Red Hat. Does Crate face Cade? Yes. K-R-A-Y-T. Oh, it's he's, with a K. That yeah, he's is, a Clone Wars Jedi who ends that up is very like, 90s. stuck in like the Maw in this like place between life and death in the Force. And so he just stays there so then he doesn't age. And so then he ends up in the Legacy era and he's a Sith this time. I know it sounds so dumb, but it's so good. <laughs> That's where you have Darth Talon, the red Twi'lek. Oh, okay. Legacy. Yeah, that whole frozen and getting up, like like um Fry in Futurama. That's a horrible device to get this character through all these comics. That's you know what? It still it still sounds better than Mando season three, so I'll take it. <laughs> it's good. It's acclaimed. There is an Obi-Wan Kenobi comic coming out. Oh, yeah. Ah, ah. And I have an update on the top Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi trading cards. I have an update. 
I've seen all of them steal. What? I've seen all of them. How? They're, they've been out. I watched a YouTube video on a collector opening all the... Because, you know, before I invested, I, I wanted to see. <laughs> you should have so done watched... a reaction video to watching the video. <laughs> so I watched somebody opening all the packs and can confirm that they are the exact images you thought they would be. Awkward close-ups. <laughs> like, yeah. Nothing... Not of us. But the comic will be interesting because this... Uh, like, the person who does uh, the comic book art for this line is an infamous tracer and traces from frames of things. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we could be in the comic. It's possible. Oh my God. That would be, um, that would be something. Bring on the tracer. That's the only way I thought I'd be able to get in there. Hey, I'll tell you this really weird thing that I've totally forgotten until now. I wonder if I've got it on video. Remember at Celebration, and it was before, like, Kenobi got screened. So we were still all secret, some more than others. But um, there was this sandcastle at downtown Disney. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. And it would change every day. They'd totally yeah. rebuild this Kenobi sandcastle. Mm. Yep. And there was this one, because I, you know, because the show <gasps> hadn't come out. And um, so we didn't. I didn't know what frames of mine would be used, and because I carried this rug around the whole time, <laughs> and there was a character in the sandcastle carrying a rug. Do you remember yeah. seeing this? Yeah, I, I, well, Let yeah, me I, find it. I remember we were we were looking at it, and I was like, I, I think that's steel. <laughs> you like sent a photo to steel, right? Yeah, we, like, we were uh... like, I think, I'm pretty sure that's steel. Just they crafted him in the sandcastle. <laughs> Let me find it. I should still have it on my phone. How I've got some of these cards up. Heroes. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really have. I need more photos. Wait there. So were you what? What were you going through when you were watching these? Um, this card opening, Corey. Um. Denial. <laughs> Yeah, I think we found it. Okay, so let me right. see when this was. This was on. This is May fourth or Let me see. Yeah, I was there on May fourth. Yeah, I think see. might have been the wonder and celebration. They changed it a few times. Show me all the cards. Am I on the same page? Oh no, this one's different. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I think okay, I have a photo. Oh, a signed oh. Princess Leia. I tell you what, right? What is up? I absolutely adore her. But this little Princess Leia. Yeah. Taking away all little Luke shine. You don't hear anything about little Luke. <laughs> Oh no, little Luke. Yeah, he's he had he had like a second of a moment. My little dude, Grant. He he he's 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 still um he was filming before the uh, strike. I'm sure he's not a scab, not my Luke Skywalker. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's my little Luke. Come on, Aubrey sent you the photo on Twitter. Oh, okay. Fascinating. 
uh, of the thing. Here we go. Yeah. I do think this is it. So what we have here is a sandcastle. God, this brings me back. Back when it was a secret about the Kenobi thing. Yeah. We were, like, taking photos of every promotional Obi-Wan thing ever. But here's the thing, right? So can you see my cursor on the screen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this guy here was carrying a rug and... I filmed a scene, like there's a shot when, at the end, when Obi-Wan works out with the Kadoo and they cut it, the editor blew it because <laughs> I came out of this laneway right at the end and I just nailed walking down a space street with a rug, right, past this dude with space camel and um, they chopped it off first. But it was it was very weird to... Um, to see. I, I think that the paranoia was so high to me at the time that someone was going to recognize me off the sandcastle <laughs> and the secret would be out too early. <laughs> Steals a little, little sandman there. Yeah. That's funny. Um, no, the sandman. Hey, I've, I've got another, um, talking about this Luke and um, Obi-Wan, or Luke and uh, Ray, sorry, uh, Luke and Ray, Luke and Leia, um, and Leia stealing the thunder of Luke. You gotta, gotta check this out. This is hurting my feelings quite a bit. Oh, no. So, there's this fun story, little tweet. I didn't click on it because, um, I'm not going to do it but I thought it was cool. StarWars.com posted this thing about how to make your own droid wind chimes, right? Out of, out of old paint cans or something. And um, they, they do look, um, you know, like they're fun if you've got skills oh, and, you cool. can, and, you can do, and you can do them. Wait, I might just make that a bit smaller. But look, you know how they've always got their favourite characters? That, yeah. Oh, let's make this and that. You know, it's always Grogu or whatever. Well, Check this out. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the top three astromechs now, Chopper, R2-D2, and then bloody R5-D4 <laughs> has just jet-packed his way past BB-8. <laughs> and now he's in the top three astromechs. I feel yeah. like that's very chopper to like go and cut right in front of R2 and be like, hey, it's me. What? Yeah. Don't worry about chopper. <laughs> What's R5D? Oh, oh. There's a, there's a new resurgence, I think. Lucasfilm wants us to love him. I, I, I feel like, it, I feel like he might be the worst character in Star Wars 4. <laughs> Says yeah. the person who likes Toro Calican. Oh, he's great. Ooh. He's fantastic. I love Toro. Yeah. Toro. I miss him. I miss him so dearly. <laughs> I believe that. He was so good. Remember on um, 
It was the Book of Boba Fett. And remember they went back in time and Toro was alive yes. again? Yes, I knew Just you were right. I'll never forget watching it for the first time. And as that scene happened, I'm like, oh, Steel's probably just glued to his TV right now, waiting for the moment. And then we watched your reaction, like, as soon as we could. And you're, like, screaming. You're like, Toro's right there! He was, he was just over the hill. <laughs> it was like Back to the Future too. It was... It was, <laughs> it was so... It, it was just... It was invigorating. It, it was so fun. It was just like he was just there. So, <laughs> so how, how are you doing, Corey, with the, the two-month countdown to a summer? I'm getting excited, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like... And this is my, my honest honest to god truth about the status of star wars for me is this is the show's gonna make it or break it i think like if it's fantastic which i think it will because it's dave i'm gonna be full steam ahead like this is amazing we have a great story coming up i need to start hiding uh -oh. but oh Corey's about to draw a line in the sand here but if it's not good and I don't think it will not be good. I, I just, I don't see that happening. I will yet. again sell my Funko collection for the 37th time. They're Corey, all boxed up, ready to go if need be. After <laughs> Mando season three, Corey had like just gotten like a, like a fun setup and he had a ton of Mando hot toys and stuff. The moment Mando season three ended, he was like, well, I guess I'm selling my hot toys. And he sold all is a Mando merchandise. He has no Mando merchandise left. I don't need it. <laughs> nah. Nah. I go for the greats. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just so... Uh, I'm pretty low-key on it, but I, I'm just... I'm trying to stay low-key. So then when it comes out, I'm just like, yes! See, I... I... I so want it to be a yes. I'm trying to, to be that way as well. And be like, you know, I'm going to wait. It's going to be fine. But then they show me, you know, she's got the arm crossed. I'm like, that's Ahsoka. Ah. Um, I, t <laughs> I tell you what, though. If it is killer and all the story makes sense, Favreau, buddy. Well, Favreau has nothing to do with it. It's just off. No, 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 no. But it's sort of okay. just like, it's, okay, it's sorry, very, yeah. it's very telling. That you've taken that component out. That's oh, I'm, yeah. I'm there. I, so I, I, already, want, I already know who the problem I, I, is. I, I, this is how bitter I am. I want it to be good just to spite Favreau for his season three. <laughs> Poor Favs. Are you excited for next week? The making of Star Wars: The Mandalorian season three. Oh, that's I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated to know how they made that. Fascinated. Yeah. What? Are you, what are they going to show us? That's like interesting and innovative that they didn't already show us in like one and two in the how to botch a script Here's <laughs> how, 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 how many minutes of it will be dedicated to jack black's wacky faces between Jeez. takes yeah yeah christopher lloyd a lot of cameos yeah it's okay skinny for... pete yeah, skinny pete was cool the finale just looks like don't say it. The finale looks like it had so much more there, but like somebody had two edits. This was like the bad edit of the finale and then a really good edit. And the intern was like, oh, I destroyed the thumb drive on accident, but it had a good <laughs> cut in it. 
So this is what we have. Well, didn't Katie Sackhoff and Giancarlo Esposito say that they filmed way more scenes that they were actually really excited about? Well, Giancarlo Esposito, one of the best actors of our generation, <laughs> uh, like no, no doubt about it, was given such a terrible role in, in the show. But he, which could, which could have been great, but he, he, he talked about this on an interview the other day. He's like, yeah, I haven't heard anything about The Mandalorian season four. John Fever hasn't approached me. And I'm thinking, dude, you, no more. That's we're done. It's over. It's just not. It's it's gone. But what if that was a clone? I don't want it. Oh, all three. <laughs> no, but it, it, watch it. No, I really think think oh, of no. the level of story writing right now. There's no level. Of story it's writing totally. Right now. He's totally a clone. Like I'm setting my expectations low. My expectations are low. No. No. I won't be disappointed if my expectations are low. I, my expectations are still low for the Mandalorian. You guys will be devastated. I'll just be like, yep, I figured. I won't be dead. I wouldn't care. If, if he comes back and he's like, that was a clone, I'd go, dang, that sucks. Because he still sucks. <laughs> hey, yeah. um. Let me tell you something. I want no, to let me you ask me. you something, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> how, how many ridiculous things <laughs> per episode does Aubrey say now? Like, this is last week. Never more than 12. You should see our reactions. Our reactions are filled with uh, me. If you, if anybody who goes back to look at our Mandalorian reactions, you can tell the difference between Aubrey and I and our personalities off the bat, where you'll see me <laughs> react to something going, oh, my God. And Aubrey will be like, oh, my goodness. That's amazing. And, I, and, I'm, and literally, sometimes we'll have to cut things out because we'll be at the end of a reaction. <laughs> And, we'll and Aubrey, Aubrey be like, you're going to depress the people who watch us. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm depressed. Like, I can't hey, watch it. Can, can I ask a question? Yeah. Another question. Have you let me talk off the laptop sound the entire episode and I just changed it then? No. I've heard the mic the whole time. Oh, interesting. Okay. I just changed the setting, but hmm. Yeah. Um, well, no one complained about it. So that's, that's something. Um, What? David Campbell, I urge people to watch season one next to season no. three. No. Season three is the stronger of the... Oh. No. Oh. Wait, wait. No. Wait. Just wait there, Aubrey. Save your breath, bud. Um, <laughs> here we go. It's honestly like your worst take. You have some pretty bad takes. I love you, but you have some pretty bad takes. That's... It... What? <laughs> <laughs> that was worse than the take that I was talking about in that clip. And that take was Corey saying that the Clone Wars movie is better than Phantom Menace. Okay. Josh says I sounded fine. Now I'm a little louder. So there you go. Um, yeah, I can't even like, like David's a very nice guy, but I have to, after read, I'm just like, are you, are you all right? Like, because one and three. Come on. Season three reminds me. It's like a colonoscopy, right? Like, you're not. Oh, oh, okay. Next topic. That's (laughs) all that. Jeez. That's that's a really good analogy coming up. Go go on a Raj's podcast if you want to talk about stuff like that. (laughs) Honestly. Um, 
All right. Well, anything else going on in the world of Star Wars? Ahsoka's in two months. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be very good. I'm very excited. I think at the very least, it could just be good, and that'll be good enough. I guess. Um, it's Star been, Wars Hunters is still not out. It's officially been a year since Obi Wan ended. Yeah, it didn't uh, have any two-year retrospective about shooting Kenobi and one-year retrospective about Kenobi being out. Well, I look forward to finally putting out some of the hours of footage I have. Um, I love a lot of footage. I've got to, yeah, I've just got to get, just get started. I've got a deadline because I'm on another podcast, I think next week. And I plugged it, so I've got to get the first put of footage out because oh. we've got stuff from the Kenobi like filming. Like, um, I've got, I've got. It's it's like a court case. I've got like recorded phone calls with Corey. <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should make a documentary. This should be a documentary. Well, that's what I'm sort of. I'm going to do little like, you know, like ten minute little things. All we should go reenact things. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, I, I would die to know what that set looks like now, though. Yeah, I don't think it's... The quarry? I think it's yeah. gone. <laughs> you reckon it's just flat? Yeah. Man, that's sad. More than likely. Um... All right. Well, wait there. I'll, I'll I'll type in Star Wars into Google. This is okay. always great. This is always good. What what's the Hasbro um, Comic Con exclusive? We don't know yet. Oh, really? Yeah. No, we, we gotta do. What we will this. do is still because we do this every year. We'll do a breakdown of all the exclusives once they announce it all. Because there was some ripping good times in years past when we've. <laughs> Gone over their exclusives. So Corey's trying to drag me to the Hasbro panel for this year. Oh, what? You don't go to the Hasbro panel? Yeah, it's the I, best. I there's it's always the... other things I want to go uh, see at the same time. No, there's not. Yeah, there was no last, last year. You, you just literally left to walk the floor. Well, then I heard what that they released these like really but ugly like Halloween repaints on top of. I don't know. They released something else, and they and the Hasbro people got booed. I forget if I told you this or not, Steel. But the funniest part of the Hasbro panel last year was about five minutes before the panel started. Hasbro accidentally tweeted out every mm. single reveal that was supposed to happen at the panel. So I'm on Twitter. I'm right next to Dom. I'm on Twitter, and I see all of it on my phone. It's just all. It's all in like the squares. So it's like eight photos of like. Five figures per square. You just see all of it. <laughs> and I turned to Dom and I was like, hey, so do you want to be surprised during this panel or do you want to see all of it right now? <laughs> and you could casually see collectors looking at their phones and then looking up thinking about leaving. <laughs> you said you saw people leave. I saw right? people leave too. And then people were booing during the panel as well. Yeah, there was an occasional booing. But there's there's a lot of cheering. What's up? What, what what sort of stuff? Well, that's why I have to. That's why I think it's a, so fun to go to. I am interested to what see what figures are going to come out. Oh, we have to do it. We have to do it. But yeah. hearing yeah. the cheers and the and the sighs and oh, it's incredible. 
it's incredible. I, 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 we've talked about this before, but I'll never forget the stunned silence at, at Celebration Anaheim when they announced the HasLab as Reva's lightsaber. It was just like they had this crazy video and stuff, and then afterwards it was just like, what? <laughs> like, shouldn't this just be a normal product? Like, it's yeah. just... Very bizarre. Are you furious that um, the Flash's Michael Shannon turned down a Star Wars role? No. Devastated. It's just, just let people do what they want. Yeah. It's it's like going to a chef. It's like, why don't you work at McDonald's? It's like, well, that's just not what I'm doing, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, oh, I should point out that if uh, you are on our uh, the old Steel Wars, where is all my things gone? Patreon, we've been banging out me and Hawes do this Star Wars history podcast called Star Wars Year by Podcast. In the last, we've done sort of one a week for the uh, past couple of weeks, and we just put out 1986 part two, and so we go through all the uh. The Star Wars news of, of that period. And it's it's so much fun. If you Corey, Corey, buddy. Have you ever wanted to see giant animated Ewoks that are actually furry ice skate? I do. Yeah. I've been well, you gotta you gotta you gotta check it out, my bro. You gotta check okay. it out. But um Corey, you're you're a known plugger. What do you got? At Corey underscore back on Twitter and Instagram. I come work call on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter. What did you say? Con- what was the address you were giving out then? <laughs> At the Commodore call. You said it in such a way that it was like a different language. Like, <laughs> sorry, and, I said one, and one of those confusing ones where you have to make your tongue do new things. Like, like you know, <laughs> at doc call. Like what? <laughs> How do you spell that? No. Yeah, I'm learning new things. Always. Oh, uh, here's um. Should we should we end? This is good actually. It, it can go cynical or it can uh it can be turned a little bit uh happy. But uh, Chad puts up a great question. <laughs> what it will, fail- it will not it will not be a failure. I'll tell you what, that right now. Rumor is that it won't be a failure. What failed Haslab product will be announced? this comic-con what what's the rumor i am not aware of the this. rumor is that it's going to be the ghost and it's going to come with uh each tier is going to be a vintage carded rebels character so like hera sabine ezra kanan rex ahsoka um and and so it's it's going to be a big one it like if it is the, like so in vintage style size yeah like if it is that I, I like I don't buy big things like that, but that's insane. Yeah, like that's yeah. what you should be making. Yeah, and yeah, I I would be very excited. That'd be my first Haslab, I think. Watch it be like Palpatine's throne room or something like that. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's excited for the ghost, and then they announce that, and they're like, "And here's a new thing for you, army builder lovers out there." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, I love. I can't wait to be there. I asked. We, we should. Do you think it would be? Do you think? Do you know what I'd want to do? Um, 
it might be a bit. I, I'd I'd like to be at the back of the room doing a live commentary on on YouTube while it's happening. That that's yeah. I want to do that. Almost like a sports commentary where you're talking about like the way that things are being announced too. Yeah, we need to bring in with us like one of those like perspex chambers so no one else could hear us or something. Um, or we could just do facial reactions. We'll plant the camera right in front of us on a tripod in the back. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> that's, the <way> I, <laughs> that's the move <laughs> that's yeah. oh yeah does anyone want to watch our faces for an hour as they announced <laughs> they announced new clone wars army builders that'd be sweet yeah. um all right very exciting um um I'm sad those 7-eleven cheeseburgers aren't still go- I, I I think about it all the time it won't be the same without those cheeseburgers no I won't Yikes. No more food poisoning. We never... Did you get food poisoning, do you think? I'm sure. I don't think it was food. Yeah, that's true. So I don't think it can count. Hey, <laughs> I, hey it may have had poison, but bro, it wasn't food. Um, <laughs> it was, that was so good, though. It was. Um, all right. So that's in a month. We'll have to speak after the show about, yes, um, about the arrangements. Um, all right, Aubrey, do you want to say, um, the website address in an understandable manner before we go? Yeah. Uh, you can find us both on, um, at the Convor call, um, on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. You can find Corey at Corey underscore Wolfpack. You can find me at dreamed of magic. Um, and then, uh, I do Lord of the Rings stuff on our YouTube channel and I'm also an editor for streamer entertainment. So if you want to read uh, Outlander reviews, then you should check out my stuff. Oh, hey, I'm going to show you something. I'm not sure if you've Ooh. met him before. Have you met Max the cat? <gasps> oh, hi. Hello. Oh, so fluffy. Yeah, he's going to get a lot fluffier. He's just, he's had his little lion cart. Oh. But, um, look at the little Ewok. Yeah. Oh. Hello, Aubrey. Hello. Hi. <laughs> All right, up down there, Maxi. Little, little Max Rebo. Uh, all right. Well, Corey's gone. Um. Oh, he's back. That's fascinating. Somehow, Corey has returned. That's how you end it. Uh, this episode clearly has gone on long enough. So, may that force be with you. Sunday, Monday, Corey days. Tuesday, Wednesday, Corey days. Corey day. What a day for YouTube. This content is out. Scoop along with me those Corey days. Corey, Mm -hmm. don't don't walk out of the exit of the... Just a bit of bloody professionalism, mate. Just stay there, all right? Okay. We're on. We're on YouTube. Get it right <laughs> next week, mate. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm drawing a line in the sand, buddy. With you. You are a little. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.